Hey, welcome to the Beach Dwight Mail podcast. This is Ken Kemp, your host, and this is Beach Talk number two. Hey, last week was a wild week in the headlines. Just made me want to check in one more time with my friend Carla. She's been a great friend of the podcast. In fact, you know what? She says, well, if you're the beached white male, then I'm the bleached blonde female. You know, as the beached white male, it's uh, it's kind of nice to check in for one of those beach talks. You know, just imagine us sitting on the beach, you know, our feet in the sand and a nice cool breeze coming off the water and listening to the waves lapping against the shore. And, uh, of course, we've got some shade and we've got something good to drink. You know, I, I love that setting for just an open, relaxed conversation to kind of unload what's been going on all around us. <laughs> you know, last week we checked in with Carly. We had a great talk about the Democratic National Convention and all the speeches and stuff. And I, I loved Carla's insights. Uh, you know, but now I want to talk to her about the RNC, that Republican convention. What's going on in Kenosha and Portland and this uh, Chadwick Bozeman thing? I want to check in with Carla on all this stuff and just see what she's got to say. Maybe she's got some ideas on how to stay healthy, keep our perspective. And hang on to hope. Let's see if I can catch Carla in. Hello? Hey, Carla. It's Ken. Ken, hi. How are you doing? Hey, Carla. I'm doing great. Well, as great as I can be in these crazy days, but it's so good to hear your voice. You know what? It's time to go back to the beach because we need to have another talk. What do you say? I'd love it. And I want my limeade, remember? Oh, yeah. oh, of course. And and my Mai Tai. My Mai Tai. And your, uh, what did you say? A little, what kind of limeade good, do you like? A good tart A tart. Limeade. That's the word I was looking for. Tart. And with a slice of real <laughs> lime. <laughs> real lime. All right. I got the order in. It's coming right up. We're back on the beach, and we're going to just reminisce a little bit. You know, so many people loved uh, hearing from from you. Our last conversation got lots of downloads, Carla. It's pretty sweet. And, you know, back then we were coming off the DNC convention, and we were kind of upbeat. We liked the, you know, we liked the speeches. Remember that? Yeah, and just feeling like there are good people in the world. After all, it was just so encouraging. It was. It was. But then came the RNC convention. Um, gosh, I tried watching it. I, I, I recorded it, but I just sped through it. I, I could barely last two or three minutes into each one of those speeches. Did, did you watch it all, Carla? No, I didn't. You know, I couldn't bring myself to. I care about my sanity too much. And, of course, I picked up a lot of it just reading about it. But I did not watch yeah, and how how about that? Uh, how, how about that list of uh, people of color who were paraded across the screen? You know, you know, as though, uh, you know, as though the RNC is. Uh, you know, how did you feel about that? I thought it was absolutely outrageous and offensive, <laughs> and it's like who is who on earth is going to believe that? And I felt sorry for the people that were 
used in in that way. And, and so it, ter- it turns out some of them are just flat used. You, you yes. know, I'm sure there were some of them who, you, you know, they 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 had a big swallow of the Kool Aid, you know, and they're they're right in there for whatever their personal reasons are. But then there were others who were just flat used. Right, right, and and again, as a person of faith, you just don't treat people like that. As I said, I just thought it was outrageous. But at the same time, we've seen so much outrage from these folks that it's like, okay, it's just another day at the office for them. And then, and then, and then the big finale right there, you know, in front of the 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 people's house, the White House, which uh, you know for the first time was used for a political purpose. Which I mean, you know, we know the Hatch Act, you know, and all that. I mean, understand that virtually every politician who's been elected up until now knows the difference between you know serving as an elected official and operate, you know, and and then operating as a camp a campaigner, you know, as a candidate. Uh, but that that distinction got uh, totally blurred last week, huh? Yes, it, it it did, and just, again, it was so offensive, and in one sense, it was almost fascistic, but in another sense, it was just like like a show, and <laughs> so, yes, it, yeah. an expensive show. And an expensive show, it's going to be huge and and all that, but I am very glad I missed it. <laughs> well, gosh, there, you know, we went from this feeling of, well, it wasn't quite euphoria, but it was upbeat, optimistic, hopeful, you know, and then it just kind of like the dark clouds rolled in, and it wasn't just RNC, but then we had Kenosha in Portland. Uh, you know, in Kenosha, Jason, Jacob Blake hit seven times in the back yeah uh, wow. I, I i can't i it's unimaginable in front of children and much ink has been spilled on on this tragedy and it is still going on yeah i mean i i don't it's like they're really not talking about the story but it sounded to me like a domestic dispute i mean maybe it was like a, a you know an estranged husband coming to pick up the kids and he got the keys to the car and then there was a dispute about who owned the car and it was escalated and of course the next thing there are sirens and cops showing up with their guns drawn uh, 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 but then we had a white guy showing up 17 years old with an ar-15 yeah. strapped around his neck and he he ends out taking out two people. And, of course, the, yeah. the black guy's down with seven bullets in his back. But the white guy is just sort of like, oh, well, you know, what else is, you know, he's in for many people. He's like a hero now. What's up with that? Yeah, I, I don't get that. And, you know, what I really don't get, Ken, apparently, according to reports, his mother drove him to the scene. Oh, I of didn't, didn't know crime. that. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And then I think you mentioned there was another mother who showed up. Yes, yeah. Uh, Jacob Blake's mother showed up and gave a most eloquent speech, and she pleaded for peace, and she said she was praying for the police officers, and it was just so so moving and I know that um, Jacob's father spoke, and that was also moving. It and was. It was. It was powerful. My so, son matters. My son matters. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, so let me get it straight. You were saying that the mother who delivered the son was the mother of the 17-year-old armed vigilante guy. Yes, correct. The, the mother brought him there. I, I yes. guess there are pictures of the two of them together armed. Yeah, I haven't seen those pictures, but like I said, I I read that she did this again according to reports and so yeah, just kind of chauffeuring Junior around to go commit mayhem. Wow. And then and then we got Portland and uh, this caravan of monster trucks rolling in with flags waving. Of course, you know, uh, co-opting the American flag and just uh, right next to it is a, you know, Trump 2020 flag, you know, waving in the blend. And these guys shooting uh, paintball bullets out the back at the crowds. Yeah. Yeah. I heard about that, too. And that that whole thing in Portland is grievous. I don't quite understand. It just it seems like it's just been going on and on. I did hear what the mayor said about to Trump. And I was certainly encouraged by that, but it's, it's just been so violent there for so long. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Actually, we're recording on the day that the president is uh, supposedly going to make a, an appearance in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. And uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Well, as if there wasn't enough to kind of rob us of our uh, upbeat, up-tempo frame of mind last week, uh, then news about Chadwick Bozeman comes in. Oh, I thought that was so sad. Um, just he was such a. I, I first saw him in the movie about Jackie Robinson. Yeah, forty-two. 42. And nobody had heard of him at the time, and it's. In a funny coincidence, I don't know if you're aware of this, uh, the other day all the MLB players were wearing mm, the number yes. 42, which was yes. Jackie's number. Yes. And then here Chadwick Bozeman, who himself was, I think, like in an, another irony, 42 or 43 years old, way, way too young, passed away. And it, 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 it again, it just seemed so depressing and sad and how much more can happen and oh let us not forget last week was the anniversary of the murder of emma till yes so yes outrage upon outrage darkness Mm. upon darkness Mm. yeah and uh chadwick boseman was such an incredible human being and uh has at age you know, he's only like 40, 42 or 43 or something. And, yeah, uh, but exactly. But he's already left us with a body of work that just is going to live forever. And, right. And so, right. And so, go ahead. So, yeah. No. So, Carla, I know the melancholy kind of closed in, and you did tip me off that you found some solace out there under the night sky. Can Can you tell me a little about that? Yeah, absolutely, because I had to get away from all the sadness, all the darkness, all the noise, all the news at at the end of a very hard week. Mm, And mm. so I, my daughter, I'm privileged to have my daughter living just two blocks from me. So I I know her. She's a wonderful lady. She is. She is. And my daughter and I took chairs out to the backyard and we 
lay in them looking up at the sky hmm. because hmm. the nighthawks were flying overhead. <laughs> and now when I say nighthawk, I'm yeah, not talking about... it's not about, the same kind of hawk that I see out here. Yeah, no. It's more like a swallow, say, but hmm. they migrate hmm. in huge flocks. And so there I was lying in my chaise lounge, looking up at the sky, watching these beautiful birds mm. glide overhead as they have been doing for literally millions of years. And where wow. are they going? No one knows. Some people say that they go to Brazil. Others say they go to Argentina. These little birds are on this amazing journey. And as I lay there watching them and also watching dragonflies and watching bats and <laughs> watching the moon rise and my soul just felt soothed. Soul food. Soul food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I wasn't thinking about violence. I wasn't thinking about politics. I wasn't thinking about uh voter suppression and all these kinds of things and my spirit soared toward those birds and it was very very healing <laughs> that is so beautiful carla I, I i just love it and and you know i think about this too i mean when you talked about these birds for millions of years uh, uh making this incredibly long journey and and right. somehow they they know where they're going. We don't know where they're going. They know right. where they're going. Somewhere it's they, programmed in there. Yeah. Well, and here's something else that's so beautiful about bird migration. Birds' brains have something in them that is tuned into the stars because mm. they they oh, migrate. So that's often. their navigation. Yes, they navigate by the stars, which gives me chills. <laughs> That is amazing. That's amazing. And so I guess I, I think it's really important for people to just think about these things and enjoy wonder and even read about different, especially, again, especially right now in our very difficult moment, we have to step away and not just look at other things, but almost like be other people instead of always being these outraged kinds of advocates. <laughs> yeah, you know, you and I are going to say, hey, everybody, let's make sure you vote and vote your conscience. Vote yep. vote the way you feel. Don't vo vote the way you've been programmed or you, you're forced, you know, to, to feel. But, but get out there and vote you. We're going to say that. But you know what? I hear you say something even bigger. There's something transcendent out there. You know, uh, when I first thought about this, Carla, um, you know, I've been thinking about this, too, just about um, human history. Uh, you know, I grew up in a tribe. Many of the people in my tribe believe that the entire universe is barely 10,000 years old. Right. You know, and I, I never really bought into that. But, you know, when I stopped to think about the millions and millions of years and the small fraction of time that we humans have even been on the face of the earth and an even shorter period of time that we've had the ability to reflect on it and to analyze it and to fill libraries with books of descriptions about what we've seen. That's only been going on for a couple hundred years. Right. But as you're right. laying there and you're looking at these uh, 
night swallows, or no, they're night hawks, right? Night hawks. Night uh-huh. hawks, uh, making this journey and connecting us to uh, to something so much bigger that transcends all this stuff that occupies our time. There was healing there. Absolutely, and we need those big things. We 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 need that expanse and we need it's important for us to feel small mm. and you're able to enjoy that moment with your beautiful daughter oh, and, and and that's the other thing be, being with my <laughs> beloved girl nothing better <laughs> we're gonna make it through this thing we're gonna make it through well carla i love these beach talks i love checking in with you on what's happening now i love your insights yeah, it's really fun to do, and uh, yeah, I, I love the beach chairs, and I love the limeade, and, and the breezes, and all that. We we all need that, and to just step back, so yep, it, and you're kind of fun to hang out with, Ken. <laughs> well, back at you, Carla. Listen, you have a great rest of the day, and thank you so much for checking in. I'll be calling in again for sure, very okay, soon. Okay, sounds, sounds good, Ken. Have a good one. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, hey, thanks again, Carla. We'll be checking in with you again. Uh, Your perspective always helps me out so much, and I hope it's helped you too as you've tuned in to the Beach White Male podcast. Hey, I got some good news today. According to our platform and the tens of thousands of podcasts that are out there today, we are in the top 25 percentile just four or five months into this and i just want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in for downloading sharing with your friends and for subscribing we're going to keep getting content to you on a regular basis we'll do these beach talks midweek and then at the end of the week we'll drop our full podcast for you to enjoy on friday this week i'm going to share my conversation with the founder and podcaster of exvangelical His name is Blake Chastain. I think he'll be a familiar voice to many of you, and I got a chance to pick his brain and hear his story. You're going to enjoy that. That'll be coming up at the end of this week. And hey, we love hearing from you. You can reach me directly at KenK at TheBeachedWhiteMail.com or stop by our website, TheBeachedWhiteMail.com. You'll find us on Facebook, Beached White Mail, also Twitter, at Beached Mail. You can listen to us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Overcast, Buzzsprout, or your favorite podcast platform. Rate us. Leave us a comment. Give us a like. Our community is growing. I'm glad you're a part of it. Hey, and thank you to Ben Sound for today's soundtrack. So until next time, this is Ken Kemp, the Beast White Male, saying, Be strong, keep healthy, wear a mask, and stay curious. Bye-bye. Ken, you're going to have to re-record this.